Tiger Radio number three. It shall begin. Winter solstice. That's what they say. Right, shortest night, day. It just gets sunnier from here on out. I think 60 seconds a day. It's all downhill from here. That's awesome. Uphill? I don't know. It's confusing sometimes if downhill is good or bad. I don't, I, I don't know always. Whatever it is, it's December 21st, 2013. You're listening to White Tiger Radio number four. Oh, number four, not number three. You say number three? I think so. Sorry. You were never big on the numbers. It's not your strong suit. <laughs> Give and let spin. That's our show tonight. We gave each other a stack of records yesterday, and uh, we've each put together a, a set to, uh, to share our selections from that stack of records tonight. Shannon gave me uh, 15 records uh, which includes five double albums. So that's about 12 or 13 hours of material. And I, I had vowed to myself that I was going to listen to every record that she gave me, no matter how many it was. Because you never know where the hidden gems are or what songs you might capture your uh, attention. And I did. I managed to listen to every, every song on all 15 of those albums, five double albums. And uh, it was quite a task. To put the set list together, I've got a half an hour. I'm going to do my half an hour, and then Shannon's going to do her half hour. And so really, I think I probably ought to just get started.
Yes, there it is. The Scorpions. The same thrill. Song five on side one of Love at First Sting. That, uh, it's an amazing album from 1984. Uh, that, of course, is, also contains uh, Rock You Like a Hurricane, which was covered last time on Cover This. Uh, Shannon gave me this album, I think, probably because she knows how I feel about the Scorpions. But I, I actually never did own Love at First Sting. It was Actually, no, I gave it to you because I know how you feel about side boob. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, who doesn't love side boob? I definitely... <clears throat> it's, and it's, a great, it's a great album cover. I love it. I'm going to cherish it always. But I never did have this record. I bought the Worldwide Live album that came out in 1985. That was a double album because, really, that was kind of a live greatest hits. And when I had, you know, in high school, I had a record budget that was maybe $10 a month. And, and I knew that I could, I could get, I could pack more Scorpion's Punch. If only I got the live album that had, of course, Rockin' You Like a Hurricane on it, live version, which is, I mean, the screaming crowd. I think the guitar solo was probably two minutes longer. Uh, of course, of course. Before that was Roy Orbison with a song called Lay It Down. That guy is funky with a K. That guy is funky. This comes off a record called Laminar Flow, which I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I resisted all day looking it up because I just, I want there to be a mystery. 1979, Laminar Flow, that record contains all kinds of stuff, much of it really terrible. Um, some of it recognizable as, you know, the sort of Roy Orbison sound we've come to know from the Traveling Wilburys. Some of it really just kind of bad country. There's a disco song. There's that, which I really find hard to categorize, except as a sort of 70s-type funky song. Lay It Down by Roy Orbison. So off the set with Stevie Wonder, Sir Duke. What an awesome song that is. That's from his smash hit double album, from 1976, Songs in the Key of Life. That's a good one. It's a good one. That's a double album, and it contained, though the Goodwill version that Shannon got did not have this, it contained a bonus EP. That's how high Stevie was at the time. That's how big he was. He could do a double album that was a giant smash hit and include an EP with five songs on it just to throw it away. There was a, there was a small round cutout in the uh, uh, record jacket where the EP would be, but it's not there. It's lost somewhere along the way. All right, that's the first set. All of those are pieces of vintage vinyl. Not all of the stuff we play tonight will be uh, you know, original pressed back in the year that it was actually released, but the, that opening set was. I'm going to uh, now do a couple of songs that are live songs from uh, movie soundtracks. One of them a documentary, a, a concert film, so really not a movie soundtrack, but, uh, and the other one actually a movie soundtrack, and this, the song is a live song that was filmed live, in front of a live, giant live audience for the film, and uh, I'm going to not tell you what that film is, I'm going to let you try to guess, because this, is a, I, this was the best song on the whole album, and I didn't recognize it at all. I knew the movie, I remember loving the movie, my sisters loved the movie. But we're going to start off here with a little bit of Joe Cocker, and I'm going to I'm going to lean over and put the needle on the album. This is one of the few side one song ones that I can actually just reach over, and you can you're going to hear the pop of the needle just like back in the day.
the mad dog, the Englishman, and Joe Cocker.
You may be her lover, but you never will recover Cause she ain't had a bite for weeks You think you're the same cause you got the same name But the widow has a mobile home Remember what I told you, she got eight arms to hold you And she's never gonna let you roam Why'd you think the widow's wearing black? Jack. The queen bee, baby Pray that you may be left on your own Uh-huh Now that she'll give you Gonna outlive you Uh-uh-uh But the queen bee's never gonna be alone Uh-huh Long before Atlantis there has been a You've been messing with a hornet She's a blue-blooded wasp, you know And just as you do it She'll inject you with a fluid That you ain't even got but none You'll meet her on the plate Not even birth rate She's gonna feed you to a seventh son Just like the queen bee, baby Pray that you may be left on Streisand, believe it or not, doing Queen Bee, a song off the A Star is Born soundtrack, 1976, that was recorded in front of a live audience that was, for the purposes of the film, was, in fact, a concert audience. All the songs on this uh, 
soundtrack were recorded in that manner. Um, that was a indoor show. Uh, the live big uh, arena shows were filmed at the Sun Devil Arena in Arizona in front of a gigantic crowd. And uh, in case you don't remember, A Star is Born was a film about an aging rock star. Uh, that's Chris Christopherson. And uh, he discovers the ingenue. That's Barbara Streisand. It's a familiar story. He continues his decline. She continues rising above him. That's Queen Bee. That's a, from a part of the film where she's not yet the shit. Um, but you can hear from that song. She's why about, it is. about to be. She is. I mean, that song, that's, that's some funky 70 shit. I mean, that, that's, that was a really good song. Barbara I've never Streisand. heard that before. I'd never heard it that either. Or, you know, I think I probably heard this A Star Is Born uh, soundtrack because my sisters had it. But I don't remember that song for sure. That's what you get for listening to 12 hours of uh, albums that somebody gives you as a gift. Started off that set with Joe Cocker. Mad Dogs and Englishmen is the record and the documentary concert film. Honky Tonk Women by the Rolling Stones is that song. I mean, Joe Cocker can cover the hell out of a song. And I had to really, it was a hard time choosing the song. It really kind of it boiled down in the end to, uh, I only have 30 minutes. And it's already, I'm, I'm almost out of my time. And I had to pick a shorter cover song. And that's hard with Joe Cocker because the Cocker goes off and really riffs. <laughs> and so... That was, you know, that, that, that was the shortest song on that two-album uh, uh, live recording soundtrack of the documentary concert film. I have one last set of music. I'm going to start it off with a Hank Williams Jr. song, and uh, I'm going to let Shannon talk about the album that she picked and purchased for me while I queue it up. We're doing our own engineering here tonight. It's, uh, it's a little bit primitive, so I'm going to turn it over to Shannon while I figure out how to get this thing set up. So this is a best of Hank Williams Jr. And I know we've talked about this before on the show that Hank Williams kind of went through a transformation in the mid-70s after a, a, a near-fatal fall from hiking and became the bearded, hat-wearing, sunglasses-wearing person. But in this, this is he already has a best of, and he looks like he should be on a Disney show. The man is clean cut, and the album once belonged to Dale. to be in your arms You know it really is a wonder I ain't in the funny form Cause the sun is shining and it's 90 degrees but I'm shivering and shaking and about to freeze I can't take it no longer I can't take it no You've been gone You know I cry all the time 
And I'm gonna sit right here until I die I met her accidentally in St. Paul, Minnesota And it tore me up every time I heard her brawl, Southern brawl And I heard my dream went back downstream for Fortin and Davenport And I followed you, Big River, when she called Browse and went on down alone. Well, I pulled into Natchez next day down the river, but there wasn't much there to make around to stay very long. When I left, it was raining, so nobody saw me cry. Big river, why she doing me this way? you Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, and Chris Christopherson, otherwise known as the Highwaymen, for doing that great Johnny Cash song. I've always loved that song and uh, something about the four, four of them singing it. But you know, I have to say, maybe it's just because of that Star is Born song is in my head, but I think that of the four of them, Chris Christopherson has, he's got the grit and the edge. I mean, that was, that was 1985, that Highwaymen album, and I have to say, kind of disappointing. I see why Shannon got it for him because I love all of those guys. But it was uh, kind of lackluster, very 80s. Even the, even the photograph of them. I mean, Waylon Jennings looks like he's, he's got a sweater on, like a, almost a Cosby-type sweater. <laughs> it looks like he's heading to a, you know, his son's high school football game. Willie looks like he's you know, like, you know, just basically hanging out, spare changing it. Johnny just looks very plain. It's Chris, Chris Christopherson. He, he kept up the grit and the edge. All Chris Christopherson's friends, rowdy friends, exactly. have settled down. That's right. So that was... Highwaymen, 1985. Uh, before that was Leonard Skinnerd doing I Know a Little. And that comes from, originally, that was on Street Survivors, 1977, which was Leonard Skinnerd's final uh, studio album, or at least the original Leonard Skinnerd's final one, for those of us who believe that Leonard Skinnerd was never to be reincarnated after that airplane crash. That was their final album. They put some other ones out with mm-hmm. the Leonard Skinnerd name on it. But, but uh, I got that off the record that Shannon gave me is the Golden Platinum, the 1979 Best Of 
And there's just, you got to ask yourself when your wife gives you the Leonard Skinner Golden Platinum Double Best of Leonard Skinner for Christmas that uh, either she knows you really well or you've been leading a secret life that she just discovered or I'm not really even sure. Started off that set with Hank Williams Jr. from his clean cut young phase, 1967, the best of Hank Williams Jr. I can't take it no longer. The thing I love about these old records is not only how they smell, because they have that old record smell, is that the really old ones don't even have copyright dates on them. Uh, I had to look up on the internet to find out what year this was from, because there's nothing on here that identifies this uh, by year. Uh, And in fact, the record sleeve, a lot of these old albums uh, were put out um, by record companies that that had a lot of different artists. The sleeve on the inside... uh, has what's called the Sounds of Now on MGM Records. That's now in quotations because it was an MGM Records. They list all these artists. There's no way to know what now is. Now mm-hmm. is 1967, <laughs> but there's no indication of what that was. Hence the quotes. It's a nebulous thing. The Sound now. of Now, whatever that might be. Hank Williams Jr., Eric Burden and the Animals, Sandy Posey, Connie Francis, uh, Every Mother's Son, uh, Lainey Kazin, Ian and Sylvia, whoever they were, Roy Orbison, Herman's Hermits, Errol Garner and Sam the Sham were all MGM Records, The Sounds of Now, in 1967. All right, well... I'll tell you what now is. Now, now is... Now it's my turn. Now it's Shannon's turn. I have uh, I've used my 30 minutes plus maybe just a little bit extra. It's tough. It's tough to cut down 12 hours into, into 30 minutes, really 22 minutes plus talking. Uh, one last thing I want to say, besides the fact that this has been a lot of fun, I'm glad that you're listening Glad to be here in the White Tiger Lounge with Shannon on the winter solstice. I want to thank Dan Blaker for donating a turntable of his so that we could have two turntables. It's, it's quite an engineering feat here to do nothing but record albums on the White Tiger Radio. If it weren't for Dan, there would be an awful lot of long, awkward pauses that we would have to endure. But I think if it, and if it weren't for you, there would just be a lot of talking because you're engineering the whole thing. Yeah, you're right. you're playing them. You're even my set. You're going to engineer for me, which I appreciate. Are you saying I'm talking too much? No, no, no. I'm saying that you're spinning the records. Oh right, okay. That otherwise would be unspun. All right, well, I've on been, my watch. I've been Jack Miller. I'm going to get out of your way. Maybe I'll talk a little bit. I'm sure I will. I'm sure. I'm going to get will. out of the way here so that Shannon can take the records that I gave her and turn them into thirty-ish plus minutes of. White Tiger Radio number four. So uh, I'm going to cue something up while Shannon tells you what's going on with her. So I did not have the luxury or wherewithal or follow through to listen to every single song on every single record, even though Jack gave me about half the number of records that I gave him. I just sat down at five o'clock today and started kind of going through them because I'm kind of, uh, apparently I'm... uh, a last-minute kind of person in some cases, uh, certainly compared to Jack. So I had a great time huddled in the garage going through going through the records, finding ones that weren't too long because I didn't have a chance to keep track of the actual minutes, and, uh, and there was a lot of good stuff. Um, I have play, I'm playing, I'm going to play one song from every single album that he gave me except one that ended up being kind of scratched too much, really, to uh, to use. Otherwise, everything else was pretty pristine. A few things were um, hot off the press, so that was good. Um, the artist who's going to be performing the first 
song that I want to play, said in a 1999 Esquire interview, tell the truth, sing with passion, work with laughter, love with heart. Well, I dig Bobby Dylan, and I dig Johnny Cash, and I think Waylon Jennings is a table-thumping smash. And I like Bobby Gentry and that sexy mama Cass. And if you don't like Hank Williams, buddy, you can kiss my ass. Cause I think what they done, well worth doing. And they're doing it the best way that they can You're the only one that you are screwing When you put down what you don't understand Well, I dig Roger Miller And I dig Charlie Pride Hearing Buffy St. Marie just tears me up inside And each thing new the Beatles do is better than their last And if you don't like Hank Williams, buddy, you can kiss my ass Cause I think what they done still worth doing And they're doing it the best way that they can you're the only one that you are screwing When you put down what you don't understand All night Leaning on the 
Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, A Woman in Love. I do love that song, but I I think that the message of that song is she used to just let me do whatever I wanted, and then she stopped doing that, and that bummed me out. I think that's what the message is, but I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a good message. I think it speaks to people. I'm not going to say anybody specific in this room it speaks to, but I would say that Tom Petty speaks to people. Tom Petty, born Thomas Earl Petty in Florida in 1950. He was born in Gainesville, Florida. Before that, Bob Dylan, It Takes a Lot to Laugh, It Takes a Train to Cry. That was off of his Highway 61 revisited album. And uh, I think that was the album where he went electric. Absolutely. I mean, too that, much ado. I think that was the album where he just went kick ass too, because the song, every single song on that album is fantastic. It's a very, yes, it's very solid. All maybe the way through, that's true. Maybe I'm just anti-folk music times. They are changing, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that once Bob started writing these kind of, you know, whimsical, crazy, go anywhere kind of songs and just let loose with the electric guitar and the, whatever came out of his crazy brain, that's when he really became Bob Dylan. I don't, I don't, diplomatically recognized the folky Joan Baez period, Bob Dylan. I know mm. it's important and a lot of people felt betrayed, but I was, I'm happy. I, I don't find that I have to choose one or the other. I can like it all. You don't have to choose. I'm just saying that's what I Before think. Before that was Chris Christopherson. Man of the night. Born Christopher Christopherson, real name, in Texas in 1936. And... He, I did a little reading about Chris Christopherson. He was quite smart, uh, went to Pomona, then got, was a Rhodes Scholar at Oxford, and then uh, studied English literature, was offered a position. He was in the military as well. He was offered a position teaching at West Point, which he turned down to pursue songwriting, and his family disowned him because they were a very military family. And they never reunited. Wow. Or so I read. I mean, we might have won Vietnam if he'd gone to West Point, but we wouldn't have all of these amazing songs. There are yeah, so many Chris so Christopherson songs. This is coming out. off of this was coming off of a um, 
an album of demos. It was 16 songs, which is only a small fraction of all the songs that Chris Christopherson has written. If you wanted to win a bet and there was a song written in 60s or 70s, you could just you should probably just go with Chris Christopherson because probably he wrote it. There were all kinds of songs that I later discovered that he wrote, and uh, I was like, no way. Some big ones. Let's just go to the next set. Stay, I'll be around today to be available for you. 
Janice Joplin with Trust Me. Janice was born Janice Lynn Joplin in Texas in 1943. And uh, that was off the album Pearl, which came out. That was Janice Joplin in Full Tilt Boogie. That came out um, after she died. And it had, uh, on that album is Me and Bobby McGee, uh, which, again, it's Chris Christopherson all the time kind of around here I guess tonight but he he wrote that song she recorded it and he never heard her version until after she died and uh, of course her version is pretty awesome before that was Sly and the Family Stone if you want me to stay I love that song Um, Sly and the Family Stone was born in 1967 in San Francisco Uh, I did not know this but Brothers Sly Stone and Freddie Stone combined their bands, which were called Sly and the Stoners and Freddie and the Stone Souls, to become Sly and the Family Stone. That's that's some combination right there. Those guys had two good names. They brought it together and made an even better name. I don't. How did you find that out? The internet. You didn't just go out and interview people didn't have time. Uh, before that was Mahalia Jackson, I'm going to wait until my change comes. And um, I don't think she was talking about menopause. Yeah, probably not. She was young when that album came out. That's an old record. Uh, I don't know. Was I don't know. She, uh, she was born in 1911 in Louisiana. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess so maybe I, I have know. a different... There are all kinds of Mahalias yeah. and Jacksons around. Maybe she's the original one. Mahalia Jackson was um, often referred to as the queen of, of gospel. She was definitely mm-hmm. killing it with that song. That, yeah. whole, that whole record is great. And it, it, that of all the records here, it has the most old musty smell. It's a real vintage piece of vinyl. Mahalia and Jackson, I believe. That was from that album. Uh, let's carry on to our... This is the last set of the show, of my part of the whole show, coming up. All right. What's... Uh, should I just push start? Go for it. 
For those of you who know me, know that Jack White is my co-pilot. So I was very excited to get the Loretta Lynn Vanley Rose album produced by Jack White uh, from Jack. I need, um, need like that. We're a, you know, tonight's been all about Chris Christopherson kind of, but we're usually there's all kinds of Jack White happening around. We shouldn't forget, and I think we forgot to announce that we start off our show way back at nine o'clock with a little room by the White Stripes from their 2003 release, White Blood Cells. So we started and finished with a little bit of Jack White, and it was Chris Christopherson in between. And uh, that song was Portland, Oregon. That's so where we are. appropriate, and uh, it seemed to be about uh, getting drunk and getting laid and deciding the next morning that, gosh darn it, that's okay sometimes. I think Loretta must have been here. She wrote that song. She must have been uh, here and had a good time. Loretta Lynn, born Loretta Webb in 1932 in Butcher Holler, Kentucky, uh, became Loretta Lynn at age 14 when she, rem- when she married Oliver Vanetta Lynn Jr., a man who, uh, for better or worse, inspired many of her songs, and mostly for worse, well, to be can, quite honest. We can thank him for that, even if he probably was a bad man. And Jack White, born Anthony Jack John Anthony Gillis in Detroit in 1975. The youngest of all the musicians that I played in my set. Um, before that was Diana Ross. That was off of her 20 Golden Greats album. Two of the songs uh, Marvin Gaye participated in, and uh, the, the 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 song that I played was "Stop, Look, Listen to Your Heart" with Diana Ross and Marvin Gaye. Motown. That was originally done by the Stylistics, Philadelphia Soul Group. And um, Motown apparently decided that they wanted the powerhouse of Diana Ross and Marvin Gaye to cover that. And they did it, and they did a great job. Um, Diana Ross, born in 1944 in Detroit, and Marvin Gaye, born in Washington, D.C. in 1939. Before that was the Flying Burrito Brothers, which was, uh, that was the album was The Gilded Palace of Sin. The Flying Burrito Brothers was... Uh, a Graham Parsons, Chris Hillman group. And uh, that song was Juanita. And apparently Juanita was Arlo Guthrie's wife's sister. Wow. That's not her cousin's dentist's uh, friend. My best friend, sister's boyfriend's brother talked to this kid who knows this guy who heard Ferris pass out th- at 31 Flavors. Wow, that's, a, that's impressive. Shannon, she can really pull out the, the movie lines right here. So that's all we have. It's uh, 10, 16, went a little over. Not too bad, I think, given that we had 25 record albums to get through. That was our Christmas present to each other, and uh, we had a good time doing it. Given, let's spin. Thank you for listening. Much appreciated to everyone out there, and uh, have a good night. Yeah, have a good night. We're going to have a good holiday. We have so many other songs that we couldn't play. It's almost like we could probably just have a music marathon, but... uh, we had to choose one hour-ish of songs out of 
about 20 hours of music. And there it was, White Tiger Radio number four. We'll see you in January at an undisclosed Saturday night. We haven't yet decided. We'll figure it out. It'll get posted on the website. Thanks for listening. Good night.